0: Welcome back to the Rhubarb and Custard podcast. I'm Jojo Smith, a.k.a. Rhubarb.
1: And I'm Rosie Wood, a.k.a. Custard. This podcast is all about business, branding, confidence and wonky crowns. It's a safe, unapologetic space for business owners and wannabe business owners. If you want to take part in the conversation and help us figure out whether rhubarb is in fact a fruit or a vegetable, you can find us on Instagram at underscore rhubarb and custard. Either way,
0: we're good for you.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to the Rebound and Custom podcast podcast. Um, before we get started today, I know I say this every single week, but before we get started, if you haven't subscribed yet... Go and hit the subscribe button if you haven't left, left blah, blah blah I can't get my words out today. That's not a great start for a podcast, is it? If you haven't left us a review yet, wherever you are, go and leave us a review, go and share us to your socials, go and tell the world about rhubarb and custard. We would greatly appreciate it. And we know that your friends, family, followers would also appreciate it. Um, so it's me and Joe today. Um, and we're going to be chatting about evolution in your brand, but first. Joe, how's your week been? My week has been
0: I don't even know how my week has been should I tell you why because this week I am running not at like 10 mile an hour I'm running at a million and 10 mile an hour with launching I couldn't even tell you where I am you just went to open this podcast and you're like I was like good morning good afternoon where are we (laughs) um it's been a busy busy week but I always knew it was going to be a busy week and the reason it's a busy week is because ideally I want to take most of August off I will be working but everything is planned around that so I can have an easier August so it's been very very busy with launch and shedding my skin after our time in the sun I am like fl- I'm flaky Joe. You know, at the moment I'm,
1: I'm I'm beautifully tanned now by the way like
0: <laughs> uh, I'm so happy for you <laughs> said so sincerely lies, lies. <laughs> so after not having any sun for two years um like proper sun obviously I did I burnt my back and I am definitely flaking but it's um it can lead us nicely into what this show is all about, shedding your skin um, for a new <laughs> fresh a new, fresh look, if you like, um, but still you. Um, so, yeah, it was a good week. Um, oh, do you know what, though? We've had a bit of sadness in Sassville. Well, we were just talking, listeners, before you came on. Rosie and I always have a little bit of a catch up as well. And Rosie has got a grumpy toddler and I've got, I don't want to say grumpy, but I've just got, A discontented, discombobulated, (laughs) disengaged teenager at the moment. We've had a lot. Um, Jess had a driving test. She doesn't listen to this, so I know I'm not going to get told off for saying it. But she had a driving test yesterday. Her boyfriend flew out to Zante last night and she's got her business mock exam for sixth form today. So as you can imagine, oh, there's a lot of emotions going on here.
1: Yeah I can imagine and I think at that age like I re- I remember vividly being that age and I remember like boyfriends and breakups and drama and exams and all of the things and like it does in that time because that's the first time in your life that you've had those like really kind of big uh, responsibilities like those really big emotions and big feelings and like the first time really that what you do and how like how well you achieve like with your driving test like it matters with your GCSEs and your A A levels and stuff like they matter do you know what I mean it's the first time in your life everything I can't explain I literally just want to say
0: Jess once you leave school nobody's going to really ask you about your results (laughs) and this boyfriend even though we love him to bits might not be the one you stay with, but
1: yeah. you can't. You've got to let it travel through the emotions. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing, isn't it? And, like, it all just – it all feels like the end of the world when it goes wrong, but it's not until you're grown and you look back on it and you're like – you can see it in perspective and you can see it with fresh eyes and stuff and you could be like, it's going to get so much worse.
0: <laughs> yeah, If only, if only you know what I know. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> like – so yeah. yeah it's it's been a hard one. It's been a hard one. And like we had all the support at the beginning before it was coming we did grounding, you know, I bought treats to make sure she was ready for it and then it's just I remember not not passing my driving test. I remember like you say honestly, I was devastated because it's a whole new lease of life, isn't it? Once you've passed your driving test, it's freedom. Yeah.
1: But really, it's like a few months, and then you just do it again. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it's not a few. It, you, some of them you've got to wait till next year now
0: because of the yeah. COVID uh, backlog. You've mm. got to wait. So yeah, so we've had that. But what um, was you saying? That you drive? It's all a novelty, and then after that, you, you get you're back to going. What can I have a lift? <laughs> <laughs> and with petrol
1: prices as yeah, well, that's the thing isn't it? It's, yeah. yeah yeah, it's not as good as it's cracked up to be but (laughs) I remember at that age because I went to school um like in the next town over so I went to school 13 miles from home and then that meant that most of my friends because I didn't I didn't go to the same secondary school that my primary school like fed into I went to a different one so most of my friends lived in that other town or like the other side of it so for me when I got to that age passing my driving test was just like I just had to and I think I part like I started learning to drive when I was 17 on like private there's like a private place that you can go and you can learn before um not 17 16 I started learning yeah and then uh and then started lessons when I was 17 and it was just like an absolute non-negotiable like I must pass my driving test <laughs> And, uh, and I did a past, like, first time, but it was just, like, this stress that went with it. Because I was like, if I don't, because um, there weren't even, like, buses or anything. It was just, if I don't, I don't have a life. Like, I can't see my friends. And, you know. Oh,
0: mate, I feel like I need to tell Jess this story. <laughs> it's not. It's not as bad as you think. Um, but, yeah, I think it's just, it's an accumulation is all I can say. So yeah, we've we've had that. It's been um, and then because of launching, you feel like you're not doing anything else. So I had a li- yesterday afternoon, I beat myself up a little bit, and we know I we'll talk about SAS, but I beat myself up because I didn't feel like I'd done much yesterday. I felt like I hadn't done enough on the launch, I felt like I hadn't done enough in Mumville, I felt like I hadn't done enough in my business because I was concentrating. On the other things and aspects, so I literally I took my own medicine, I took my own sass, and I was like, just reflect on the day, Joe. And when I looked at it, oh my god, I done loads. Like this, <laughs> so it, really, you beat yourself up too much. And so I did a post then, and I was like, are you reflecting on your day? Because honestly, we all do beat ourselves up. And yesterday, I definitely was one. But I think it's because it came at all angles yesterday. Mm. so you know mum wise as well but no at the end of the day I finished the day on a real high because I was like oh my god yeah I'm bossing it
1: yeah absolutely <laughs> I was right yeah, I think we overlook the small stuff sometimes don't we like I've I've written a post like yeah you've you've written that post and you've put that out to your audience do you know what I mean like that's your marketing like yeah. you've done that thing take it off but t- in the moment it was just like oh, I've just written a post you know, That's it. yeah, like I've sent out an email to my audience. Yeah, you sent out an email to your audience telling them about your offer. Brilliant, you know.
0: Yeah, um, you've got to, You've got to mark them occasions, haven't you? Hmm. So we've got a topic today that Rosie and I spoke about for a whole two and a half hours. <laughs> pretty much. It involved a lot of traffic jams. It involved crisps and petrol stations. <laughs> it involved a star bar. And it involved the air con because it was really blooming warm. Um, this was the conversation that Rosie and I had on our way back from our strategy day, um, last week when we went and stayed at Molly's, which I have to say we thoroughly enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, And you might have um, you might have a little sassy offer coming your way for the summer because we want to do it again. And we want to invite you to come with us. But that's another story. That's not what we're talking about today. Um, We had this conversation on the way back and it was a bit of a hard one for me, especially. Um, And I think
1: for you as well, Rosie. Yeah, it just it was, I think one of those conversations that had to happen. And one of. Like a core value for both of us as individuals, as rhubarb and custard, like a core value for us is authenticity, isn't it? And yeah. having a brand that you feel comfortable in that looks and feels like you, that fits. Yeah. And I think we like we both have that individually. Um, but obviously rhubarb and custard is the um collaboration amalgamation i'm not sure the right word um but it's <laughs> it's, it's, not, the, isn't it? <laughs> it's the combination of the two of us and to if you haven't listened to like our early episodes of how rhubarb and custard came to be so rhubarb and custard was actually born color palette first so at that point um obviously joe's branding is pink has always been pink i'm sure will always be pink <laughs>
0: Yeah, the pink is not going anywhere.
1: <laughs> but my um, my brand and my color palette at the time had had like the mustardy color in it, like yellowy mustard. And that was a color that for quite a long time I felt very very attached to and very drawn to. But and this is kind of the topic of this show. Evolution happens, change happens, growth happens. And I went through a period last end of last summer I suppose where I kind of went through this reconnection with myself. Um, And like, even to the point where I let go of uh, the name that wasn't serving me. So like, if you follow me a long time, you'll probably know me as Rosie Wood. Um, Long story short, that was my maiden name. Sorry, that was my married name. Um, And when I got divorced, I kept it. It's not like I am divorced. It did not need to remain my name, but I kept it for my daughter's sake because she was small and I didn't want it to be different. I didn't want her to feel different. I didn't want to have to have that conversation with her. So I kept it. But she's not small anymore. Um, and uh, I realised that I wasn't like for me to show up in my business as me, like authentically. That The very like the very foundational basic groundwork of me doing that, like I wasn't even showing up in my own name. So I changed it. So and I went back to my maiden name, which was Wilkins. And whatever happens from this point onwards, like if I get married again, I will remain working under Wilkins because that's that's who I was born as. That's the name that I was given when I was born. Um so I went through this whole reconnection and rebrand and Things have changed a lot for me in that time. You've had and you've had
0: huge evolution, haven't you? You've massive. Like, like massive. Le- a whole new world, I would say.
1: Yeah, like my business model is not even the same as it was. Do you know what I mean? Like nothing about my business is recognizable from 12 months ago. And part of that uh change involved losing the yellow um losing the mustard color so rebarb and custard now sticks out like a sore thumb in terms of branding like in my business in my world like it just doesn't it just doesn't it doesn't fit like if I was to line up all of the services that I offer and the places that I work and like how you can work with me and stuff rebarb and custard's like what's that doing there sort of thing like you know it just doesn't fit and it doesn't mean that as a brand it doesn't it's like rhubarb mustard (laughs) it doesn't go it doesn't mean that as a brand it doesn't reflect me because as a brand it does like I will still show up in that brand and like me and me and Joe have this combined energy that is very different so when you work with me one-to-one when you work with me without Joe it's different but the branding just doesn't Fit. so that was the conversation that we had basically wasn't it
0: and it was like how do we how do we evolve and grow but still stay true to us because rhubarb and custard was a thing even though it came colour palette, palette first it it did come because rhubarb and custard are two things that You know, you put together and they're very different, but they come together and they create something sweet and it's the real treat. And that is what we are. So it did fit us in the element in that way. So this conversation and the reason we're talking about this is because brands do grow and evolve. I need to put a caveat here. They don't grow up. They glow up. I don't believe in growing up. So they glow up. Um, But we do evolve. And, you know, even like Creative Sass, in its own right, two and a half years, we're three years old in November. And I had the conversation with Rosie and said, I feel Mm. like I was a girl and now I'm a woman in my brand." I could, oh, that has just struck a real emotion. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. That has just struck a real emotion because you do evolve and you grow and... Mm. I really wasn't expecting that. This week I've been talking about significance and success follows significance. And that was a huge significant part for me then, because when I stepped into my business, I was really young, not young, I was 46, but I was young in the business CEO directorship. Mm. And three years in, two and a half years in now, I definitely do feel like I've glowed up, like, like you wouldn't believe. And I'm so grateful for that. But that's come with the evolution because my business has evolved. My services, mm-hmm. as it, my services have evolved as I have roses. And so how does that work? When we both work within brand development and brand strategy, how does that work and stay authentic? Because mm-hmm. one of our messages is, don't keep swapping changing it because that shows you don't really know who you are but that's not the case when you define and evolve a new aspect of yourself for growth
1: I would say Mm. yeah it's it's difficult isn't it because I feel like and this is really the message that don't don't be afraid to evolve within your business and your brand. Like it's a good thing to be able to move forward, and like it happened. Even even massive brands, like if you look at the logos of like really long standing brands, like Coca Cola, for example, they have changed and they have evolved. Apple, they have changed and evolved. Even luxury brands like Balenciaga have changed and evolved to fit with the times. Like it's okay. And I think we get ourselves caught up in, that's my branding. I mustn't change it. Like, am I going to damage my business? But really, particularly when you if you're growing a personal brand, your strength is in your authenticity. Mm-hmm. And if it no longer fits you, if it's no longer serving you, it's more damaging for you not to change it than it is for you to change it. Because it's going to stifle you. And nothing changes if nothing
0: changes. (laughs) So, you know, it's one of my favourite sayings. And, but it doesn't matter for me. Whatever the change is, I still, I still struggle with with change. I have a way of dealing with it. I have a strategy to deal with it because I know how much change affects me. And that's probably coming from my childhood, to be Mm -hmm. perfectly honest. Boy, you know, the resistance and sometimes comes in, but, in my own growth and involvement i think you know knowing that change can be safe and if you approach it in a way for growth then actually do you know what it can be absolutely blooming phenomenal if you take it that way so you know if you're questioning where you are within your brand and your business and you're moving forward for growth. I've had a conversation about this, like with Danny this morning. The Queen Bee, Danny, was here in the house um, this morning. She stayed over. We had a sassy sleepover. And, you know, we had the same conversation. It's all businesses, you know, if, you, if you're if you being successful, then you're going to grow.
1: Therefore, yeah. you're going to evolve. Yeah, like that's the point, isn't it? Like if you're not growing, you something's wrong you know like if you're not growing if you're not evolving like you're you're, staying the same yeah if you're staying the same like I remember um so before before I started my first business I worked in marketing in like a corporate space and I remember my had the I'll say it out loud the worst manager in the world (laughs) she was the reason I left and you know most people who leave their jobs leave because their manager is terrible just saying um but she was the worst person in the world um, from like a progression, change standpoint. And like this was at the point, this was like uh, seven years ago, something like that. Like social media was was really like becoming more and more and more relevant for businesses. And I came into that marketing role with a very kind of young, fresh, I mean, I was what, like twenty. Five, twenty six at the time. Don't remember um, them. Don't remember them, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, like and and really wanted like excited and enthusiastic and really wanted to like run with the marketing in like a social media fueled world. And she had me doing like three by three centimetre, that is, adverts for like the back of the Sunday Times and stuff. And I'm like, nobody is looking at this stuff, nobody is reading this, and it was she literally said to me that's what we've always done so we will continue and I'm just like oh this is horrendous why are we and we were paying like hundreds and hundreds of pounds for these actual three centimeters centimeter by three centimeter squares in the back of like the Sunday papers just like Facebook's free you know like (laughs) why are we wasting all this money and like we worked in um, Dartmouth, which is like a big tourist um, town, has like a massive Royal Regatta every year. And we were spending all this money that meant that these huge events that attracted hundreds of thousands of people to the town, we didn't have the budget left to go and have the stalls that our competitors had at these events and go and have the presence and be like, hello, we are. I won't say we are here. Yeah. This is what we do. Next time you come to Dartmouth, come and stay with us. Like we didn't have the presence for it because we were putting these little three centimeter adverts in the back of the Sunday Times because it, it's thinking was it small, done? isn't it? Yeah, it's thinking
0: I think yeah. that. If I mean, I don't think we're there yet for the pudding for the takeaway, but for me, it's thinking small. You've got to think big, and it can mm-hmm. be scary to think big though because it can be like, "Am I capable? Can mm-hmm. we do this?" You know, and I think, especially for me, and I'll own this, um, because service delivery and trust is so big for me and the reason why I started my business in the first place, to, to even consider that somebody might wobble in that trust because there's change or whatever. I never want that for anybody, for our clients or for anybody else. So I think that sometimes like you know that was probably a little bit of resistance because I'll, I'll hold my hand up and I'll say there was a little bit of resistance for me because I was like oh, and because I love it so so much and probably there was a bit of selfishness coming out there because it, I was thinking about myself and then we obviously you know a couple of minutes into the conversation you do you kind of go yeah okay I, I see this and I understand it, but we had a really honest conversation, didn't we? And mm. we were like, how can we make this work? Because obviously, rhubarb and custard, you automatically think pink and yellow. That's so, the right. <laughs> thing.
1: Yeah. So it's like, okay, do we change the color palette and then the name doesn't fit? Do we change the name? What the hell do we change it to? And then what color palette do we use? Because we've still got the same color palette issue. Mm. So, yeah, it's just a little bit, it's a difficult thing. And I don't think answers to these kind of questions ever come overnight
0: and it's it's being conscious and making the time to have them so we did have this conversation as we were walking so first of all you are safe rhubarb and customers. you are safe our puddings because we're not going anywhere because the one question that we both asked and we were both no that's not a non-negotiable is rhubarb and custard being served up as separates? we are served up as separates, but are we leaving that collaboration and the both of us were like no that would make us too sad we miss it we would miss it and we love doing it and obviously you know we do the retreat and the retreat has been a really good business um, element for Rosie and I and we love doing it and we can only see that as a bigger picture can't we we don't see that getting smaller as such Mm. so we see that in what it is so rhubarb and custard might just be having a little bit of uh, evolution and a little bit of a facelift
1: (laughs) (laughs) some kind of sprinkles on the top or something or we'll rewrite the recipe yeah (laughs) we so so look out for that
0: it will be interesting but if you have heard anything in this evolving and growth absolutely where you want to be heading in your business Mm. business development needs growth (laughs) it needs you to evolve it needs you to be open to change it needs you to um assess it and look at it and not stay still because Mm. if you stay still some other businesses around you are going to grow and flourish and you'll just be there and you'll be small and you know, you won't you won't be noticed and you won't stand out. So that's where we are. It probably sounds like a very um, this felt like a grown up conversation today, uh, which they always are grown up conversations. But I think um, we, we both were like we always come to this and we're like, what should we talk about? We'll talk about what we've been talking about this week and what's been relevant for us. Yeah. So let us know and do get in touch with us on our Instagram. So, you know, have, has this has this been something that you've thought about? Has this been something that has stopped you doing or moving or glowing up? Um, how do you feel about this? How do you feel that rhubarb and Custard are um, coming with a little sassy extra something? <laughs> 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 oh, Rosie, what's your takeaway for
1: today? I think my takeaway is, it's not a takeaway as such, it's a permission slip to change what doesn't feel right what doesn't feel good because unless you are lit up by what you're doing by how you're working by how you're showing up it's not going to attract the clients and if it's not attracting the clients it's not working and it needs changing so rather than thinking if I change this am I going to break things if it's not right it's not performing anyway so, yeah so this is your step to change it
0: and I think it is permission to change it. And I think you've just got to feel so right in it. The energy—it's not so much that it won't work, but the energy just won't feel right. Mm. I think because things things can work and not be right, but if the energies are right, you're not
1: gonna—it's it, just not gonna work as well as it can. Yeah, that's the thing. And what what good is it if it's not working as well as it can? You know, if you're making a thousand pounds a month in your business and you're like yeah it's it's fine it's working you could be making ten thousand pounds a month do you know what I mean like just because the results you're getting are all right it could be better
0: this is where your purpose and potential can absolutely be maximized Mm. so how we hope you have had um a beautiful week uh lovely puddings and Have you seen some of the images of the house for the beautiful Sweet Retreat? So the Sweet Retreat is still going to be there, but might just have a new colour palette. It might just um, have a new
1: few extra sprinkles. Rosie, tell them about the Sweet Retreat. Sweet Retreat is three nights, November this year in the Brecon Beacons and this year's word is intention. So this retreat is all about intention, intentional business, intentional branding, intentional growth, intentional content, intentional strategy, just intentional authenticity, all of the things and we've got some incredible guests for you and amazing surprises as well. So Um, You can find full details on the link in the show notes with this podcast.
0: You certainly can. And we would like to, we are getting to a point now where we have got spaces left. However, there are lots of people on the wait list. So we will be getting in touch with those now because we had our meeting last week. We are a lot more clearer on exactly how the format will go um, for those three days, four days, three days three days um it's because we go over as everybody leaves rosie and i get to throw ourselves on the sofa look at each other and go wow how did that go want to do that again (laughs) (laughs) um and we go again so that's why it's four days for us um we hope you have enjoyed this show rosie anything to add for this week
1: i don't think so i think for now it's goodbye from me custard And it's goodbye from me, Rhubarb. And we'll see you next week. Bye.